Hello and welcome again to Not Just a Rainbow Podcast. Today Catherine is as usual with you and we are going deep into the next uncovered topic. I hope you enjoy my project and please, share my podcast with your friends. It will help me to discover new topics about LGBTQ plus society. Okay. Let's start. The National Women's History Museum, NWHM, proudly recognizes Betty Friedan as a force of change and a champion for women's rights. She was a co-founder of the National Organization for Women, NOW, and one of the earliest advocates of the women's liberation movement in the 1960s and 70s. Betty Friedan's widely read book, The Feminine Mystique, was a bestseller in 1963 and served as a rallying cry for the millions of women who sought to challenge the status quo of gender roles. It was a catalyst for the public's growing support of equality for women. The 1964 Civil Rights Act had declared sex discrimination in employment to be illegal, however, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission disregarded the laws associated with gender equality, essentially invalidating the Civil Rights Act's prohibition of gender discrimination. Freyden's iconic book was a major contribution to the public's understanding of discrimination against women, and she was recognized as the mother of the second-wave feminist movement, leading the way for the fight for women's liberation. In 1966, Fredan, Holly Murray and Aileen Hernandez created the National Organization for Women, NOW. Fredan was the first president of NOW and wrote the mission statement, to empower women to participate on an equal level with men in American society, exercising equal rights and responsibilities. NOW's mission was to bring about changes, both big and small, that would improve the condition of American women. This included attaining the enforcement of anti-discrimination laws, getting subsidized childcare, abortion rights, and public accommodations protections, as well as the passage of the Equal Rights Amendment. Through their efforts, NOW was successful in leading to a more positive future for women. NOW was a revolutionary organization which made Friedan's decision to ban lesbians from the organization in 1970, after referring to them as the Lavender Menace in an interview with the New York Times magazine, especially meaningful. This action effectively isolated lesbians from mainstream feminism, just as they had been kept apart from the male-dominated gay liberation movement due to gender. Susan Brownmiller of NOW attempted to make light of Friedan's words by referring to it as a lavender herring, but unfortunately this only further distanced the lesbian members within the company. Mainstream media had already made a mockery of the feminist movement, labeling it as nothing more than a bunch of bra-burning lesbians, so Friedan and other non-lesbian feminist leaders were aware of how easily their cause could be discredited. Friedan wanted to include more feminine feminists in the movement to help divert attention away from this negative perception. Betty Friedan, similar to many heterosexual feminists, did not wish for the feminist movement to be linked to negative connotations such as man-hating and lesbianism. Carla J., a lesbian activist, expressed her feelings of frustration in her autobiography, Tales of the Lavender Menace, a memoir of liberation, saying, I'm tired of having to hide my identity because of the women's movement. The distinct animosity toward lesbians and the action taken by Friedan and others to separate the feminist movement from lesbianism created its own form of activism. In the beginning of now, they created policies that stopped lesbians from being included. Rita Mae Brown, the editor of the Now newsletter, commented that, whenever the New York Now Executive Committee hears the word lesbianism, they all have a collective heart attack. 
The lesbian purge at NOW was a game-changing moment that had a lasting effect on lesbian activists. It was incredibly unexpected and even ironic given that lesbians had been at the heart of the founding of NOW and the advancement of second-wave feminism. Polly Murray, Rita Mae Brown, Ivy Battini, all key figures in NOW and the feminist movement, were lesbians. Murray was a co-founder of NOW, Brown was a member of the Furies Collective and author of the first mainstream lesbian novel, Ruby Fruit Jungle, and editor of the NOW newsletter. Battini, meanwhile, designed the iconic NOW logo that is still used today, and was president of the largest chapter of the organization, New York NOW. Despite the efforts of Shirley Chisholm, Gloria Steinem, and other influential feminists, lesbians were still viewed with suspicion and seen as man-haters. This lavender menace caused anxiety among straight feminists who wanted to emphasize the positive aspects of the feminist movement and not its opposition to men. For a long time, homosexuals were considered to be mentally ill until the psychiatric community changed their view. Hannah Quayle discussed the purge in a blog post, noting that lesbian women were considered to be something totally different from real women, they were labeled as a third sex, which was viewed as an aberration that went against female anatomy, heterosexual inclinations, and gender roles. Being a third sex meant that lesbians were neither seen nor treated as real women in a physical, sexual, personal, or political manner. Quayle argued that heterosexual feminists in the 1960s were uncomfortable with the presence of lesbians in the feminist movement and tried to keep them out by claiming that lesbian masculinity was supporting male dominance. He asserted that lesbians had to come up with a strategy to show that their sexuality was not reinforcing traditional gender roles, and that it was actually a way of dismantling rigid heterosexual boundaries. In 1969, the same year Stonewall riots ignited the spark for the LGBT movement, the president of the New York chapter of NOW, Battini, addressed the topic of lesbianism and its role in the feminist movement in a public forum entitled, Is Lesbianism a Feminist Issue? Battini, similarly to Brown, Murray and other feminists of the time, believed that lesbians were trailblazers of the feminist movement, not sideline participants. Historically, it had been lesbians like Susan B. Anthony who had led the charge of the first wave of feminism in the United States. Friedan was determined to ensure that lesbians would not divert attention away from the feminist movement and the efforts of her and others to ensure equal rights in the workplace and reproductive rights, Friedan was also a co-founder of NARAL. She believed that if lesbians were too visible, men would brush off the feminist movement as something unusual and that most women wouldn't want to be a part of it. Drawing attention to her claim and coining the phrase, Lavender Menace, which a group of New York lesbians later used to create a radical activist group, now President Friedan released openly lesbian newsletter editor Rita Mae Brown. Betty Friedan took steps to kick the lesbians, including Battini, out of the New York chapter of NOW. This decision was met with disapproval. At the 1970 Congress to Unite Women, 400 feminists from NOW and other places had gathered. Brown, Battini, Carla J., and a dozen other lesbian feminists marched to the front of the room wearing Lavender Menace shirts, which made their stance clear. Charlotte Bunch of the Furies Collective, alongside her colleague Rita Brown, made a powerful statement by reading the Lavender Menace's landmark document, The Woman-Identified Woman. This was the first major declaration of lesbian feminist ideals, and a groundbreaking move that challenged the heterosexism of heterosexual feminists. 
It was also a rejection of the DSM's categorization of lesbians as mentally ill perverts, instead asserting that lesbians are more feminist than anyone as they are independent from and unconnected to men and heterosexuality. The woman-identified woman developed a sense of self that was not based upon male-governed standards. She acquired her identity from her inward perception of herself and the ideals of care, companionship, and collaboration that she attributed to her gender. Bunch later composed the words, It is the predominance of women in connection with one another, of females forming a new cognizance of and with each other, which is the foundation of female emancipation and the motivation for the cultural revolution, expressing the core belief of the woman-identified woman that would become a key value of lesbian activism in the 1970s in the feminist movement following the purge. Betty Friedan's efforts didn't just stop at the Lavender Menace demonstration at the Congress to unite women. Despite some resistance within NAUS ranks, only two years later, NAU had made a major shift to accept and support lesbians. In 1971, NAU passed a resolution that affirmed women's right to their own person, including the right to define and express their sexuality and choose their own lifestyle. Furthermore, they proposed a resolution that considered it unjust to force lesbians to stay in heterosexual marriages or hide their identity just to keep custody of their children. In 1973, the National Organization for Women, NOW, formed the Task Force on Sexuality and Lesbianism to help fight for civil rights for those of all orientations. Del Martin was the first openly lesbian member of NOW, and together with her wife Phyllis Lyon, the pair became the first lesbian couple to join the organization. Martin and Lyon were also the founders of Daughters of Bilitis, the first-ever American group to fight for lesbian civil rights. For the next two decades, NOW stood firmly in support of lesbian rights, backing their struggles in custody disputes, same-sex marriage, and their presence in the military. An illustration of their commitment was their filing of an amicus brief in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court case TBV LRM, standing up for a lesbian co-parent's right to request visitation. Ultimately, the court determined that, if a strong psychological bond had been formed between the child and the caretaker, the latter had the status of a parent. In 2002, NOW was a pioneer in backing legislation that shielded lesbians and trans women from hate crimes. Moreover, they endorsed the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd, Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act, which broadened the 1969 federal hate crime law to cover sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, and disability. It all began with a revolution. The story of that revolution wrote its own legacy and gave a new meaning to the feminist cause. It's time to finish. Please, share Not Just a Rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe for new episodes. All listeners are important to me, and I appreciate your interest and time. The next episode will cover a very hot topic, I swear. Good luck guys, and take care. Bye-bye.